Hey everyone, welcome to the Southminster Facets of Southminster podcast once again. Glad to have you joining us and today I'm glad to have Todd Hall with me. Todd is the chair of our marketing and communications team, which we shortened to Marcom. Our Marcom team is doing a lot of good things. Thanks for being here, Todd. What's uh, new in Marcom world? Well, what's new in Marcom world? Well, recently, let's talk a little bit about our staff. The church supports a paid staff role of a marketing and communications coordinator. And we hired Katie. It was a little over a year ago. Things have changed, right? Since COVID started, everything's changed. So we have been changing alongside with it. Katie has been doing a wonderful job implementing a new website design, implementing a new calendar for our yeah. website so people know what's going on. And was it perfect? Was it ever perfect? No, but we continue to evolve. We continue to work with it. And Katie does the, the communications. But let's step back from that and say, how did we get here from yeah. there? I became a member of the Marcom team back in January of 2020. That's in the before times okay and on the at that time there was ken Irwin and there was ralph adkins and ryan patel and we were all trying to figure out well how do we help with communications within the church and how do we reach out to the community and and one of the things that i was interested in i was interested in having our church service at least be broadcast to the nursery right right and to the to the office because <laughs> we had people in the nursery they didn't know when when the service was over yeah. they didn't know what was going on and it kind of it, it kind of left them out of the worship experience. I kind of suggested that in a very short period of time. That was January in March yeah. of, of 2020. That's when everything changed. Yeah. At the time, we had an associate pastor. She had just started like in August, the year before. And Laura had the foresight. When everything hit, within within days, yeah. she had this thing called a Mevo camera. It's it's a little device that is intended for people to do self-streaming. Yeah. Like I'm playing right. a guitar or I'm telling a story and I'm streaming myself yep. to YouTube or whatever. The um, hooked it up that first week because everything was shut down like on Monday. Yeah. The following yeah. Sunday, you know, what were we going to do? Was the church going to be open or not? It was decided it wasn't going to be open. Churches were kind of scrambling, but we had this Mevo camera. So in that week, we came out and we did a couple tests. We set up the Mevo camera in the middle aisle, pretty close to where the first pews were. And we did some testing. We guess it's working. And the Mevo had an option to stream to YouTube automatically. So that's kind of why we went there. We then started up that very first Sunday. We didn't have a good way to do the audio. So my phone acted as the microphone and it was just laying up on the communion table. (laughs) So if you go back and watch that very first one, the audio was really lacking. It was hard, but at least it was something. And it was at a time we thought, oh, in two or three weeks, this will be gone and we'll be fine. I remember every church was was oh. scrambling and learning. The learning curve to get online and stream was just incredible. But we all did it, right? We did. We between the first and second week, that's when we figured out how to hook up the sound system yep, yep. to the Mevo, and therefore the sound became much better. As time went on, we were doing the streaming, and it was a very dedicated group of folks that were there, and I felt very honored. It, it just made me feel good to be able to come and support the church in that way, and it turned out my role at that time was simply monitoring to make sure it was going out, yeah, because yeah. you could be sitting there trying to stream something, and you don't even know if anybody yeah. hears it or not, and we had a couple inc- yeah. incidents where 
oh, oh, it's not going out. Oh, we have to restart again. <laughs> but we figured it out. We learned it. But when it came time for the church to kind of start opening up, we said, well, we can't have this Mevo camera right, sitting in right. the middle of the first pew. So that's when the session supported a better camera. It yeah. allows you to, to zoom and tilt and view different aspects. And so we got it up and running. We were able to test it a few times or a few weeks before we actually started opening up. And that's how that progressed. Yeah, yeah. The team continues to faithfully serve that. And there was a decision whether or not should we continue to stream yeah. when we finally yeah, yeah. reopened up. You know, we had a lot of people that couldn't be here, either yeah. whether they were ill or they they weren't local anymore and they yeah. still wanted to feel like they were active. There was also a point in time where we introduced the digital friendship pad. Yeah, the whole yeah. idea was to give people a connection and feel like they're connected. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how the streaming has gone. Now, so this podcast, Todd, we're talking to people about different facets of life around Southminster that they're excited about. And I don't know that a lot of people who are here on a Sunday morning are real excited about the stream, but I'll tell you, there are some people who are very excited about it. And we hear about it in the office every once in a while. Mm. People who, like you said, were a part of Southminster who maybe have moved away, but continue to connect. I know we have regular viewers across the U.S. There are a couple from Texas that are here almost every Sunday, and they are so glad for our stream regardless of how it started, of what it's become. And it is, frankly, it's one of the best live-streamed worship in the area. And so that's that's thanks to a good team. We also have uh, some regulars in the community here who are part of the church who, for health reasons, can't come. One one woman in particular that I'm thinking of, every time she stops in the office, she says, oh, tell that stream team they do such a wonderful job. Because that is her connection to the church. Mm. If it wasn't for that, it used to be, you know, it used to be if somebody couldn't come on a Sunday anymore, connection became pretty tenuous. If you miss what happens on a Sunday morning, there's something really central that happens there. We're a church, right? Yeah. So I have a confession to make. Yeah, yeah. I'm not here on time every Sunday, okay? There's, There's a little confession for you. And sometimes I miss the announcements. Right, right. So what do I do? I can go home afterwards and I can catch the announcements, yeah. or I could yeah. say, did I hear that right? Right, yep, yep. And also, we have we have kids that live in Chicago now. Yep. Our kids have grown up, and they, they've, uh, they've moved out. And we have two that live in Chicago, and we'll go visit them, and we'll be driving back on Sunday. And during that drive that you go by along the windmills on 65 yep. between yep. Indy and Chicago, that's usually like when I like to fire up the YouTube and l- just listen to the yeah, service on the yeah, drive back. yeah, yeah. So therefore, I'm still part of it, even though I'm not here. Todd, I'm thankful for your energy and passion for Marcom, all things Marcom (laughs) around here. And I'm glad you sat down to talk with me today. We'll talk to someone else tomorrow. We'll see you later. Thanks. Thank you. Your Southminster legacy, remembering what matters to you.